the 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. Talk 920 and FM 96.5 KVEC presents the Pismo Beach Today Show. If it's happening in Pismo Beach, it's on Pismo Beach Today. Now, here's your host, Anita Schauer. Oh my gosh, it's Sunday. Good morning and welcome to the Pismo Beach Today Show. My name is Anita Schauer and I am your desired radio personality. Today's guest is Ann McDowell who is going to inform us all about women aid. So please stay with us and we will learn together. Let's talk briefly about the sponsors of this show. Robert Robert, who is Dr. Electric because your electrical health is his main concern. Miss Etiquette teaching manners to children and interested adults. And Bobby Diamond, Diamond Jewelry and Loan with her spectacular location in Santa Maria, California. Good time to go in there. Bicycles, big screen televisions, musical instruments, jewelry, sterling and gold, watches, archery department, electronics, air compressors, tools, games, location Miller at East Main, Santa Maria, closed Sunday and Mondays. Phone 805-314-2028. 805-314-2028. Jim Dritzes of Dritzes and Company for all of your accounting needs and tax and accounting questions. Bruce Van Vork, Finn Seafood Restaurant, wonderful food, wonderful wait staff, great music. And thank you to Bruce for always hosting and supporting the Five Cities Homeless Coalition, and all of their fundraisers. Thank you. Dr. Dan Kopp of the Kopp Dental Group with Dr. Dan Kopp, Dr. Mike Roberts, and Dr. Lena True. 805-543-5321. 543-5321. And I give Dr. Dan Kopp my highest rating for 2023. Going to change soon. $100 trillion. Five hundred and fifty-five billion, five hundred and fifty-five million, and nonstop super gajillion. Thank you very much for my beautiful smile. Pismo Dice with Pat McCann, wonderfully delicious Pismo wines, Pismo Dice products over at the Sky's the Limit Kite Shop in Pismo Beach. Also at Sheldon Souvenir Shop on the pier, and then you may call Pat directly and place your order, 805-710-0263, 710-0263, wine also available at California Fresh for purchase, or Costa de Auto Wine Tasting in uh, Santa Maria, fabulous, Sierra Body Shop in Grover Beach on beautiful South 4th Street, these professionals are all you need for the care of your vehicle, they will give you a courtesy estimate, and they have a courtesy car that will take you to and fro, fro and to. This is hello to Mike and Butchie and Johnny, 
Royal Grandy Home and Garden, big sale going on, 1578 West Branch Street, Royal Grande, 805-779-3080, You know what they have there, 20,000 square feet of everything you need. Go in there and see what's up for the holidays. And we welcome Doug McMillan and his three fine restaurants as sponsors of this show, Rose's Restaurante. Ada's Fish House, and at the north end of Price Street on the waterside, Vista. Information for parking hours, hours if they're open, reservations if necessary, 773-0551, 773-0551. And Roxy Buchanan of the Natural Toolbox, Pismo Outlets, open 10 a.m. daily. Go in there and see what you can find in the way of Something for stocking stuffers. 172 artisans have their goods in that store for you. And we welcome Couts's Chevron on 13th at West Grand Avenue, all decorated. Remember, the station is all you can imagine in service, beverages, food, ice cream. Darling store within the store of sweatshirts and everything for the beach. And there's an automated car wash. You can buy a little ticket and go through there. Elizabeth Head Insurance Services and her Farmer's Insurance Office, West Grand Avenue, 9th Street, Grover Beach, for all of your insurance questions and needs and to find out the joy of owning an umbrella policy. Call Elizabeth Head, 805-481-5324, 481-5324. And Brenda Auer, wonderful human being, Cracker Jack Realtor in our area. Brenda will help you find the perfect piece of property on the Central Coast, especially to suit your needs. 805-801-6694. 801-6694. And our real estate is located in the heart of the village of Royal Grande. Splash Cafe. Remember to go online when you're waiting in line to read all about Splash products and see what may be delivered to your house. What do we have? World-famous clam chowder, award-winning cakes, award-winning baked goods, and their famous spices. Do this. Grocery outlet of Royal Grandy with Haley and Michael Testa. They live right here in our fabulous community supporters. Go into grocery outlet first. First with best prices, best selections, surprise items, beautiful plants, and a wonderful wine selection. Kevin, 76 Station on Five Cities Drive, Pismo Beach. Five Cities Drive, Pismo Beach, full service station for your vehicle. The nicest people on earth work in there. Please stop by and at least say hello. Make an appointment to have your vehicle serviced or better yet, have your tires checked. You may need new tires and they can help you with that. I know they helped me with that. And Kristen Becker, a certified divorce coach. With a divorce, where do you want to be and how do you want to get there? What you want to do is find Kristen Becker, the certified divorce coach, who will help you go through the rough spots of the divorce process and save you money along the way. And she'll walk right with you and she will encourage you. Thank you. Remember, the newest activity guide is now out. Any questions, want to volunteer, 773 
7063. You want to find out what classes are being offered for the first quarter of the new year? 773-7063. Talk to Colleen. Visit all of our wonderful parks in Pismo Beach. I think there are 14, believe it or not. Pismo Beach City Council meetings. Next one, January 3rd, 2024. Pismo Preserve is open except when it rains, so you might want to call about that today. Talk to the Land Conservancy, 805-544-9096. Land Conservancy, 544-9096. Airstreams, open on the Pismo Beach Pier. Remember, the Visitor Center is in one of those, brought to you by the City of Pismo Beach. And you want to go talk to those lovely people and ask them all kinds of questions. And the two beach wheelchairs may be found at the Sand Castle Inn on the beach. Here's the number. Call in and reserve your three-hour increment free of charge to you. Also brought to you by the City of Pismo Beach. 773-2422 is the hotel. 773-2422. And thank you to all the volunteers who descend upon the Pier Plaza, the Pier, and the Beach every Sunday morning, 8 a.m. Go over there and meet Lisa, and she'll give you a wonderful bag that you may put trash in and then take it back to Lisa, and then you don't have to worry about it ever again. Remember, there's no smoking downtown Pismo Beach or at the outlets or on the Pier if you have to sneak a smoke, take your butts with you, please. Pismo Beach Chamber of Commerce is getting ready to finish up the holiday festivities. Go on their website and find out what they're up to. Find out who won the surfboard decorating contest. Grover City Grange, our neighbor. Pancake breakfast, 8 a.m. January the 7th, 8 to 11. Slow Symphony will start up again February, first Saturday. Tickets are available by calling the pack. Next Symphony, February the 3rd. Clark Center, Royal Grandy going strong. The doo-wop people are up next. Let me see what date that is. That is January 15th. Call for tickets. And that's what I have to tell you today. Oh, I'm supposed to tell you what's open. Christmas Day. The Madonna Inn and the gift shops. And this is a shout out and a hello and an opening for uh, Foster's Donuts and Grover Beach is open all day. He told me that yesterday. Okay. We're going to go find Ann McDowell. Ah! <laughs> you know what? It's magic. <laughs> you found me. Listen, you're not hard to find. It's just that we all have a zillion emails. Yes. Right. How are you today? Good. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. Happy everything. Yes. Happy all of the wonderful festivities of the year. Um, we're not quite finished with them. <laughs> no, we're not. And what I want you to do is, first of all, give me give me three sentences about you that the listeners should know about you personally. Uh, I am a retired epidemiologist. I was the epidemiologist for the county of San Luis Obispo for 20 years. So I am thrilled to be retired. Let's not make any bones about that. Um, I have lived in Grover Beach since 2021, or I'm sorry, 2001, not 2021, 2001. Okay. Um, and I have just loved living here in this wonderful community. 
and I enjoy woodworking. Oh, see, I did not know that part. There you go. And I bake a killer pie. So that's four things about me. Well, that's four. Is it, is it a special killer pie? Is it crocodile? No, it's, um, I have a couple that are really, really good. I have a mixed berry pie that is really good. And I also do a wonderful peach pie. Uh, do you but, give um, lessons? We have lessons coming up. <laughs> if you want, um, the secret is vodka in the pie crust. It bakes off and leaves you a flaky pie crust. Boy, that's important. Yes. Isn't it? Yes, it is. Oh, thank you. I think I'm going to do that with you one day. Of course, I'll make a reservation. <laughs> and I will bring the vodka. Okay. Okay, so then we're all set with that. We're going to talk about women aid because a lot of people have heard that word, but they don't know what that means. And you probably know the beginning of it in San Luis Obispo County. I do. And where we are today. I do. I, I want to tell you, I know about the very, very beginnings, which were on the East Coast. Um, it started with a pediatrician who had a lot of patients who couldn't afford necessarily the medicines that she was prescribing for them. So she was constantly dipping in her own pockets to make sure that children had the, the medicines they needed for their conditions. And she got tired of funding it all herself. So she came up with the idea to invite some friends over to her house and have a potluck and bring her some cash. I think it was $25 each. And then she used that pot of money to help pay for children's medications. Well, this got written up in a magazine. And uh, Sandy Richardson, a retired teacher who lived in North County in 2003, read this article. And she said, this is something I can do. I can... I can have people come to my home, bring me food and bring me money, and then I can give it away. And so uh, the San Luis Obispo County Women Aid was born. What I really love though, is the origin of the name where um, some people were thinking, what do we call this? And a woman was thinking, well, when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. And when life gives you women, you make women aid. And so I just love the origins of the organization. It's not a nationwide organization in such that it's all organized under one umbrella. Various people in various communities have seized upon the idea and moved forward with it. And that's what Sandy Richardson did in 2003. And what an amazing woman. She ran this organization from 2003 and retired from it in 2018. Now that's 15 years. And she did this after retiring as a public school teacher for all the years she spent in public school. So, an amazing woman on an amazing journey. But uh, in 2018, she felt like she had enough. She had grown the organization such that it was so successful, she couldn't handle it all anymore. So may so, I ask, do you have any numbers as to how many women helpers there were involved when she left in 2018? I do not, but I do know that it was countywide. She okay. had potlucks all over the county and had people donating money. And then people would call her and ask for money or organizations would refer clients to her and she would give them money or goods, whatever it is she had that they needed. Um, when she retired in 2018, the last year that she uh, provided a full financial statement, she had raised over $300,000 in one year in the county, wow. which is just astonishing. And she turned all that money back over to the county or back over to the residents of the county, I should say. Um, but it was a little bit much. When you think about it, she was doing all of the disbursement herself. 
So she was writing checks for things like electric bills and car repairs and rent, food, clothing, what have you, um, in individual checks to the tune of over $300,000. And she found that to be a little bit much, quite honestly. No help. She had no help. She had she has helped. She had people who volunteered with her and helped her out. But I can't I don't off the top of my head know how many women she had. But um, it's it devolved into four organizations. So there now are are four organizations doing the work that Sandy used to do. Um, There's South San Luis Obispo County Women Aid, which is the organization that I'm the president of. There's Astero Bay Cares. Um, there's an organization in North County and a San Luis Obispo women aid that is just for the San Luis Obispo area. But I am South Slope County women aid and we serve the five cities area. Okay. Um, in 2018, Rosemary Cleves picked up the baton for Sandy in South Slope County and carried it till 2021 when I was able to join. Um, I had tried to retire before the pandemic, but the health department decided that wasn't a good idea. And so uh, once I was able to retire, I took over as president and I've been president for the past couple of years. Um, We're very excited. In the past, uh, last year, we raised $120,000 in cash and what we call in-kind donations. And this year we are on track perhaps to do that again. I think to date we've raised about $116,000 $116,000 in cash and in-kind donations. And that's for this area. That's for this area. The, the great thing about South Slow County Women Aid is that it's hyper-local. We raise money locally and we spend it locally. Um, we are a 501c3 organization, so we're recognized by the federal government and the state of California as a charity. And we're an all-volunteer organization. That's the most important part. Uh, the only thing that we spend money on in our organization is insurance because you can't step out your front door without insurance um, and office supplies. And that actually comes to less than two and a half percent of all the money that we bring in is spent on our insurance and our office supplies. So we figure we have a pretty good return ratio on the money and goods that come in. Well, you have a very good group that you work with. We have an amazing group very caring they these are are women and men i know it's called women aid but men get involved too these are women and men in our community who believe that you can make a stronger community by helping the resiliency of people who are struggling and our mission is to uh, provide emergency and urgent support to people who are having trouble So what we do is we work with other agencies who work with individuals and families who are struggling and we give them money and they oversee the disbursement of of the funds and things that we give. And and our rules are you can only have money from our organization once every six months and it's a maximum of $500. So that, that means that somebody doesn't come in and say, I can't make rent this month, I can't make rent next month, I can't make rent the month after that and come in and, and have an everyday occurrence. We're looking to help those people that have urgent and emergency needs. So we really focus on, on things like paying for people who have, say, if your car breaks down, 
and if you can't use your car, you can't get to work and then you're going to get fired and lose your job. So we feel that if we step in and pay for that car repair, then you're providing somebody just a little bit of help to make sure that they make their life work. And do you hear from people that, that we've helped? We do. We hear through the agencies. Um, for example, we don't just bring in money and give it back out. For example, we just finished two programs, one for the Thanksgiving break. And now we just did a winter break food program for Thanksgiving. We uh, assembled four bags of food for 160 families. Uh, so that was 640 bags of food and gave them to Head Start families and First Five families and South County Youth Coalition families. And this food went to the people who need it the most. And we heard back from agencies that they delivered some of the food to people's homes. And that when the, the person would open their refrigerator, there was almost nothing in it. And that families would cry when they received the food. They were so thrilled to do it. Um, so thrilled to receive the food and be able to have food for their family for that break. And of course, we did it for 100 families. So that was 400 bags of food. Just last week, we finished that up. So everybody got a big turkey or a frozen ham um, and then three other bags of food to help them through the winter break. So it's just a lot of food and the people are just thrilled and they're so thankful to receive the food. And, and when you want to outreach to those who are part of Lemonade, how do you do that? When you say you, you have this drive, how did you go about notifying everyone who's part of Lemonade in South County? So we have a website, which is um, uh, www.sslocw.org. That's sslocw.org. Um, and you can go on there and read all about us. The other thing you can do is email us. Our email is on the website, sslocwomenaid at gmail.com. And we put you on an email list. Now, we send out one, maybe two emails a month. Um, and if you're on our list, we'll send out a little note saying, hey, we're doing this thing. Can you help? And people will come and help. Um, they will sign up or they will donate food or donate time or donate money. And it's a great way to get involved in your community. And you can really do it to the amount that you want. You don't have to be there all the time. For example, we also just finished this past weekend a laundry pop-up. We do one a month. We go to different laundromats in the five cities area and we stay there for two hours and we pay for anybody's laundry that walks in. Um, so if all you want to do is volunteer for two hours in a month, you can come by our laundry pop-up and stand there and feed quarters into machines. And that's all you have to do. And so it's just a way to help people in the community and give back to our community. That would be fun. It is actually a lot of fun. We <laughs> no, were able to, uh, we had our most successful time uh, ever on one of our laundry pops ups and spent over $200 on other people's laundry, which is a great way to make their their Christmas just a little bit better. Oh my gosh, and it, it can be anybody that's in the laundromat. Absolutely, it doesn't matter. If you wander in, we're there and we'll just pay for your laundry. Some people turn us down. They say, no, no, go ahead and save that for somebody who really needs it. I don't really need it. Um, and some people have even donated to us at, at our laundry pop-ups. But for the most part, we're giving away money. 
And then tell us about the potlucks. Are those very successful? So our primary way of raising money is exactly back to the founding of Women Aid, and that is we have a potluck. So we have women who volunteer to have us in their homes, and we all show up with food and a check for $50. And this is the primary way we raise money. Um, we also put out our newsletter and people read our newsletter and they'll send us donations there too. But the primary way we raise money is we have a potluck. We're trying to have one every month. We don't always, we aren't a always able to do that. But we just had a nice Christmas one and raised a bunch of money. And it was an exciting event. Everybody got to come together, share food, share recipes, share good thoughts, and hear about what Women Aid is doing in the community. And then you have uh, certain people stand up at the potluck because they are really connected to a particular group. And they, they're going to tell you about these people that need money. Is that right? Is that still going? Absolutely. On? So uh, I'll stand up and make some comments and talk about the things that we do and the f food and money we're giving away. But then we'll have an agency representative stand up and talk about their agency and what it is they do in the community and how it is that they spend money that we give to them. So it's all in all, it's a really a fun evening that everybody gets to come together and talk, but also learn about what's going on in their community and how they can help. Now, do we have you received any kind of national attention for doing this here in, in the San Luis Obispo County? Or has the state said, gee, you're doing a great job. We need to do this elsewhere in the state. Not at all. No, I think I think that's the point of being a hyper locally focused charity. We receive money locally and we spend every dime of it locally. We tell every agency that anybody they help must live in the five cities okay. area. So we have had requests from people from San Luis Obispo and other areas of the county, and we have to politely decline and say, no, we are South Slow County Women Aid and the money we raise is all locally spent. And you've been doing this now, what, three years? I've been involved with Women Aid since 2018, but I've only been the president for the past two years. And we can see you doing this for at least three more years, four more years. That, that's what I've heard from the board <laughs> is that they have every confidence that I will stay here for several years and keep going. Well, I, it seems to be enjoyable and it meets with uh, your, your being. It does. I, I think... Uh, somebody asked me why I do it and why I was doing it starting now. And I said, you know, for the for the majority of your adult life, you do the things that you have to do to survive yeah. and to support your family. And once I was done with that, now I can do the things that feed me and feed my soul and feed my heart. And I truly believe that we can all make a difference in other people's lives. And this is the way I choose to do it. Oh, well, I, want, I personally want to thank you for that. And I know you've been before several of the city councils, correct? Yes. In fact, Grover Beach, I love the Grover Beach City Council because they've given us a grant in the past two years to help with our Thanksgiving and Christmas baskets project. So that's been a great support to the community as well. Well, that's hats off to Grover Beach. Yes, it is. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Ann McDowell. We're talking about women aid and we're going to take a short break and do what we need to do. And then we'll be right back. Please stay with us. Thank you.
This is the Pismo Beach Today Show on News Talk 920 and FM 96.5 KVEC. Stay tuned for more with your host, Anita Shower next. Beach Today Show on News Talk 920 and FM 96.5 KVEC. Here's your host, Anita Schauer. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for staying with us. This is the Pismo Beach Today Show, and our guest today is Ann McDowell, and we're talking about women aid. And before we resume, we want to thank Dr. Electric, Miss Etiquette, Diamond Jewelry and Loan, Jim Dritzis, Bruce Van Vork, the Comp Dental Group, Pismo Dice, Sarah Body Shop, a Royal Grandy Home and Garden, Doug McMillan, The Natural Toolbox with Roxy Buchanan, Couts' Chevron, Elizabeth Head Insurance Services, Brenda Auer Real Estate, Splash Cafe, The Grocery Outlet in a Royal Grande, Kevin 76 Station Pismo Beach, and Kristen Becker, a Certified Divorce Coach. Thank you very much. And we're going to continue now. I would imagine with what you're doing, Anne, in this group, there must be paperwork involved. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> paperwork is so much fun. Yes, there is paperwork. Because we're a 501c3 registered organization, obviously we have to have our finances filed every year with both the state and the federal government and make sure that our finances are in order and that they understand that we're giving away all our money. Um, so we just keep very good records throughout the year. And so everyone involved at that at the level where you are, you're all volunteers. We are all volunteers. In fact, Rosemary Cleves is amazing because she has she has beaten the bushes to get us volunteers. So we have people who have volunteered to do our taxes, our bookkeeping. We've had lawyers volunteer for us when we've had legal questions. So we really don't pay for anything. We don't have to. We're very cheap because we want to make sure all the money goes back into the community. Well, you're, you're frugal. Can we use that word? Yes, let's use the word frugal. We're very frugal and we're very conscious of the fact that when people give us money, they're giving it to us so that we will make sure that people in the community receive cash or donations to help them through their day, not that we spend money on on other services. Now, has there been a need that came up that no one ever thought was a need? I think um, food, uh, I think that everybody knows that food is a need and we actually spend a lot of time focused on our food uh, services in the community. We call it our nutrition team. Okay. Once a month, we work with the food bank to distribute food in Napomo at Napomo Elementary School. And we're serving between 250 and 300 families a month that come through and we give food. And not only is that a USDA distribution for the food bank, but we purchase food from the food bank to package up and give in addition to what the food bank is giving. So we're using some of our funding to supplement the USDA money. In addition, um, we're seeing a lot of demand in an area where we didn't really think it was, and that's in schools. Uh, we package up 74 bags of food. Now these are little lunch bag type bags. 
um, and deliver them to elementary schools in the Lucia Mar Union School District. And we deliver another 25 to the middle schools. And we just really weren't thinking this was going to be a big thing, but we went to the, to the elementary schools and we said, do you have children who are in danger of not e eating on the weekends if they don't have food? And they said, oh, yes, yes, we do. And so various elementary schools will give us a number and we will just deliver those bags of food every week. So we have an army of women in South County who every week pack up little bags of food and get them delivered to elementary and middle schools. Um, I wasn't expecting the demand to be quite as big as it is, but it's a big demand, which is um, really sad to me that there are children that um, are in danger of not eating on the weekends if we don't provide them with a little extra food. And we're not providing them big grocery bags either. We're just packing a little lunch bag with some protein and some other snacks that'll help get them through the weekend. Because let's face it, if you're hungry, you're not learning. And we know kids have to do homework on the weekends or do some extra work. So this helps them uh, stay prepared for a good week in school the next week. So you do this every week? We do this every, every week. Every week? Every week. And so, then but it's a lot of different women. It's not one woman doing all this. Personally, I only have to do four bags a week. But there are other women out there that are just doing that four, six, seven bags a week to make sure that these kids have something to take home on the weekend and help them through. Now, if somebody wants to do this because you're going to touch somebody's heart, is there a number to call or are you suggesting they just go to the website? I, I would say go to the website and send us an email. You can call our phone number, which is 805-270-5751. Okay. That's 805-270-5751. I will say, however, that we've had trouble getting a direct link. So what you end up doing is leaving a message. Then I get the message and we'll call you back. But the um, the email is much more reliable, which is SSLOC. That stands for South Slope County Women Aid. S-S-L-O-C-W-O-M-E-N-A-D-E at gmail.com. And our website again is www.sslocw.org. So if you email us, go to our website, call us, you can get on our list and we will definitely reach out to you and ask if you are um, ready to volunteer and help out on these programs. But uh, I have to say, we don't just do food and clothing. We also do drives. And as a matter of fact, right now we're in the middle of a book drive for Pacific View Academy who uh, lost most of their books for elementary schools during the pandemic. So they're looking for um, books for elementary school kids. So we're collecting books right now for, for kids. And once a year, we do a huge um, hygiene drive because it turns out that hygiene poverty is a thing. And so we collect items like shampoos, soaps, laundry detergent, dish detergent, um, feminine hygiene supplies, uh, we collect an amazing amount and distribute them to people who need them because uh, it turns out that sometimes children won't go to school if they can't take a shower or don't feel clean or don't have clean clothes. And so we wanna make sure that everybody can take pride in their appearance and feel good about themselves when they go out into the world or out to school. That's a big drive. That's a huge drive. We have 
we end up having drop-off points around the county, or not around the county, I should say around South County, and end up collecting uh, hundreds of pounds of hygiene items that we then distribute to people who need them. And you have a group that packages all that up as well, correct? Yes. So there, there are groups that that find the cause that touches their heart. If it touches your heart to get some books, that's great. If it touches your heart to collect hygiene items, that's great. If you want to come out and put money in somebody's laundry machine for two hours on a weekend or come down and distribute food once a month, there are opportunities for everybody. Or, you know, some people don't or can't come out and, and interact personally with other people. And so we are always willing to accept donations. Oh, that's very good. I, I think it's important. We do a we do a lot of good work in our community. Um, since Rosemary picked it up in uh, 2018, we figured we just recently passed the half million dollar mark of donations and in kind uh, donations we've received and given back out to our community. I think that's a pretty good amount of money to make sure stays in our community helping our neighbors have a better, stronger day. And we're certainly interested in making sure the children have something to eat. I am very interested in making sure children have something to eat. I think it's a, I think it's a poverty in and of our, in and of itself that there are children in our community who struggle to find enough food to eat on any given day. And so I'm, I'm really proud of our nutrition team and the work they're doing in schools um, we don't know any of these children. We simply deliver the bags to the schools and the schools make sure that these bags go out to kids. And I hear from the schools that, you know, an elementary school kid will come into the office and they shove the bag in their backpack and send them back out the door uh, to make sure that these kids are doing well. And speaking of backpacks, they the children are able to get backpacks during the year from different groups, I think. Absolutely. We, we also work with the Lucia Mar Union School District Families in Transition Team. They called them the FIT Team. And the Lucia Mar FIT Team um, identifies families that are housing insecure at the beginning of the year and might have additional needs. Now, these can be kids anywhere from couch surfing to living for families in a home meant for one or living um, unaccompanied, that is, under nobody's guidance um, in an RV on the side of the road, any one of those things could apply to these kids. We supply them with money so that they can make sure that these children have food, clothing, shelter if they can find it, transportation to and from school, hygiene products, school supplies, whatever they need, we make sure in a, in, in a, in cooperation with other agencies as well is that the families in transition team can make sure that these kids are able to get through school. And I would think that the lower grade schools is the most critical, correct? First, second, third, fourth graders. Well, that's a time to build the foundation yes. for uh, academic success, for living in, in uh, a good community. And it's also a time of tremendous brain growth as well. So that's not the time to starve a child. That's not the time to leave them out in the cold. This is the time when children are going to do the most growth in their lives. And we want to make sure that it's a growth that's supported by their community. That all, all this information is available on the website. Absolutely. And who's in charge of the website? It can't be you because you don't have that much time. 
<laughs> One of our other board members, uh, Kaidi McArdle, is in charge of this. We have four people on our board, Rosemary Cleves, our past president, myself, Kaidi McArdle, and um, Sue McCutcheon. So the four of us try to make sure that things happen in a timely fashion and that the food and the good things get out into the community. You are a good working group. We are. We work really well together. But you've, we, worked, you've worked a long time together. I mean, if you've worked together for three years, that's a long time today. Well, it it doesn't seem that long to me. I mean, I retired after 20 years in one profession. <laughs> and uh, so three years seems like almost like the blink of an eye. In fact, I'm somewhat surprised I've been president for two years. Um, but it it's a good group that works closely together. And you all know each other even before this, correct? Um, so well, I, I met Rosemary through church and uh, Kaidi is my neighbor. And in fact, I recruited her basically almost immediately after she moved into the neighborhood and said, Kaidi, you strike me as the type of person who wants to be involved in a nonprofit. And of course she <laughs> is. And, and so we're very thrilled to have her. Um, it's a it's just a wonderful group of people. I, I, and we support a wonderful constellation of agencies. I just have to say, um, when we, we sign up an agency, they have to sign an agreement with us to um, not use any of our money for their overhead expenses. In other words, we won't give money to a CMR Union School District and have that money pay for a, a salary or anything else. It has to go directly to clients. And then every month they report back to us in an anonymous fashion. They don't tell us the names of anyone, but they will tell us how much of each one of our dollars they spent and on what. So we'll hear stories um, that that will break your heart. I kid you not about, you know, children living in RVs by themselves or uh, families that don't have any way to get their children to school because the parents leave early. And as you know, bus services and bus transportation has been cut continuously in the last several years. And it's very difficult to get a school bus to go to school these days. And so a child might not have a way to get to school. So they can use our money to buy a scooter or a bicycle with a bike lock and a helmet, or will they'll give out bus passes to try and get them on the greater transportation system. So all these things we hear about in the reporting and we share with our our donors. We put out, like I said, a, a newsletter once or twice a month that talks about where all the money goes. So everybody can see exactly where their money goes and how they are helping the members of their community. Are you in touch with the Five Cities Homeless Coalition because you kind of do the same things? We are, and we do actually give monies to the Five Cities Homeless Coalition. Um, when we talk to them, they say, you know, they have a lot of funding and a lot of grants that can only go to certain things. They're only allowed to do certain things with their money. But our money, the great thing about the money we give is that an agency can give it out that day. If somebody comes in and says, I don't have a coat and it's about to rain, they can give them money or a gift card to go to Walmart or some one of the other local stores to get that clothing so that they have it right then and there. They'll write checks. Um, we had a grandmother who ended up raising her grandchildren and ran behind in her PG&E bill. And the agency was able to that that day write a check to PG&E and pay off the problem. So Five Cities Homeless Coalition uses our money for things they can't use any of their other funding for. And so it's available for them to give people food, clothing, 
bus passes, whatever they need to give them. Well, people need to understand that money has a place it must go to. Yes. It can't just go somewhere. This is designated for this type of funding, correct? Right. But so, as I said, our mission is to provide urgent and emergency funding or items to help people through that little stumble in life. We've, we've all stumbled in life. I, I certainly remember the time that my car broke down, you know, on the roadside and I had to call a tow truck. And fortunately, I was able to pay for that repair. And, and that's great, but not everybody is. Not everybody has money set aside for the unexpected things that happen in life. We have so many people, we hear the story of so many people who somebody got sick or injured, and so they can't work. And so that source of income is gone from the family. And so that's the month they can't make rent or they can't get food. And so our agencies will step in and say, oh, I see that you're short. You know, you're $400 short on your rent this month because the main wage earner broke their leg and can't go to work. We'll cover that funding. So, And we ask nothing in return. Absolutely nothing. We, it's like putting the money in the, in the laundry machine. We, we don't care who we're helping or what you do. We just want to help and make sure that you can get over life's little bumps and stumbles and continue on so that you can become successful later on. And when, we're, when you're at the laundromat, you let people know, excuse me, that this is women aid, correct? That's absolutely. We have, a, we have um, some pamphlets there. We have a poster board and we talk about what we do and how we do it. And the patrons are you pretty grateful, quite honestly. We went out this weekend and um, it's astonishing how many grandparents are raising their grandchildren in this community. But there was a grandmother there who has her son living at home, but also another child's children living with her. So she's She's responsible for her child and three grandchildren. And so she shows up to do her weekly laundry and she was just thrilled that we were able to be there paying for all the loads she needed to do to get through that week. And then the quarters are, are given to the, to the volunteers from the organization. You're not, the volunteers are not dipping into their pockets to do this. No, we, we budgeted it out. And so we have, like I said, this past weekend, we spent over $200 on, on other people's laundry. So we, we go to the bank, withdraw it from our bank account and then hand it to our, our committee chair, Belinda, who does an amazing job. And uh, she brings the quarters once a month to the chosen laundromat. And then we all just walk around with, quarters in our beer cups, putting them into the machines. Well, that's that's an eye, that's an eye catcher, isn't it? <laughs> our little red cups, you know, that usually you see college students playing beer pong in, we're using them for much better purposes. Thank you. And maybe go back to the agreement. Is that agreement with whatever agency we're yeah. working with? Is that renewed every year? No, it's not. We just sign it with them once. Um, and, and we make sure that they follow it. And if they're not following it, we, we give them a warning. And, and then if they fail to be accountable or use the funds for something that's not within our um, purview, we, we do not fund them anymore. Okay. And then uh, regarding the Board of Supervisors, have you been before the Board of Supervisors regarding? We received grants from them. Okay. So you <laughs> do very know, nice. They step right in. They do, which is really good. Um, we have had local elected officials show up at some of our events and volunteer their time, for which we're very grateful. 
Um, and they do it without expecting expecting reward as well. It's it's just a place where people can go to give back to their community, which is, I think, one of the best things that we have in our community is people willing to help in and pitch in to make sure that that everybody moves forward. And may I ask this this part of Women Aid, South San Luis Obispo County, which is right here, does that what cities does that include? Grover Beach, Royal Grande, Pismo, what else? Yes, so we we um, serve the five cities area, so Arroyo Grande, Grover Beach, Pismo Beach, Napomo, Oceano, um, Shell Beach, which sort of falls into Pismo Beach, as you know, and any unincorporated areas that are in that er included in the five cities. So we're talking about the Huasna Valley as well these places where where um, people live in this region and need help. And if you need help and are in contact with one of their agencies or us, then we are able to help. For the most part, I'll be honest, we don't do direct solicitations to aid. We have people call us up sometimes and say, hey, can you pay my storage bill? And we're saying, no, we can't. But if you connect with one of these agencies, they have funding from us and they can help you out. And this is in part one of the lessons we learned from uh, Sandy Richardson, who was writing out all those checks and spending all that time looking at each offer and deciding what to do and how to fund it. And, and, and we don't have that time, to be quite honest. We don't have the, the resources to do that. So we just let the agencies work with their clientele and tell us where the money is needed. But that's, that's a huge chart you must have to keep. A chart, did you say? Yeah, a chart. I mean, you must have some kind of a chart with all these agencies listed and then across the top what it is they provide. So yes, so every month, every yeah. month they send us a spreadsheet that tells exactly how they spent the money. They'll give us an accounting. Um, so we'll say, let's say I give an agency $2,000 and then at the end of the month, they'll send me a spreadsheet that says how much of that money they spent and what it was spent on. And then I can monitor how much money each agency that we're supporting has and decide whether or not they need more funding. Or they'll come to us sometimes and say, hey, the funding we you've given us is gone, but there's still a huge need. Can you give us more? And we'll say, of course we can. And we'll give that, that funding out as well. So when you say we, this is the board, correct? Correct. We meet once a month and we talk about all the money that we've given out, um, who needs more, what it's been used for and the various organizations that we support. I mean, we support a laundry list of um, organizations here in South County. For example, Casa Solana is a sober uh, women's facility that helps women on their road to recovery. We support one bed a month. So um, helping somebody who wants to get sober, but doesn't necessarily have the money to stay in a recovery center, we can help out with that. We uh, work with the Mission Hope Cancer Center. Um, because they they work with clientele that can't always afford to feed themselves or have enough money for gas to get to their medical appointments. Can you imagine anything worse than going through chemotherapy and not having enough food or not being able to get to your chemotherapy appointment because you don't have the gas or you can't go to that out of town um, out of town specialty care that you need. We work with Lopez High School, yet another group of um, students. Lopez High, as you know, is the um, continuation high school for right. the Lamar Union School District. And we give not money not only to the school itself to help with some of these kids who are struggling 
with things like getting to school because there isn't a school bus that goes to Lopez High. So parents are dropping their kids off or kids are trying to find their way there on their own. So bicycles, scooters, things like that to help these kids get to school. But Lopez High also has a program called the Wolf Den. Yes. It's a shop out behind the school and any student who has a need of any kind can fill out a slip, give it to the school counselor, and they will go take the student back there and get them what they need. And if what they need is not there, we hear all the time about, um, you know, a kid comes in and that size shoe isn't there if a kid's worn out their shoes. The women that run the Wolf Den will go out and shop and buy that pair of shoes for that child and make sure that they have the clothing and food, the supplies they need to be successful while they're finishing off their high school degree. Now, the women that run the Wolf Den, are they part of Women Aid? They are. Um, okay. Heidi Boatman and Jan Jeffries, they, they're part of Women Aid, but they get funding from other places as well. Um, the Trilogy Service Club comes to mind, but they use the money to make sure that no student that's attending Lopez High is left out in the cold, literally and figuratively. Oh, so. that's, I've heard about the Wolf Den, so that's fabulous. Yes. And then how does Los Osos fit into this? Are they part of San Luis Obispo? They're part of the Estero Bay um, oh, okay. organization. So they have their own organization. They also raise funds through potlucks and fund, you know, urgent and emergency needs for members of their community. I, I like the fact that each um, organization is hyperly locally focused, that we're earning money here in South County We've had um, significant donations, don't get me wrong, from people in San Luis Obispo as well, but that we're spending it on this community. It's not, you know, oh, your money went somewhere, we're not sure where in some other place. It's, it's here supporting this community and our neighbors. And we want to thank Dr. Electric, Miss Etiquette, Diamond Jewelry and Loan, Jim Dritzis, Bruce Van Vork, the Cop Dental Group, Pismo Dice with Pat McCann, Sierra Body Shop, a Royal Granny Home and Garden, Doug McMillan, The Natural Toolbox, Couch's Chevron, Elizabeth Head Insurance Services, Brenda Auer Real Estate, Splash Cafe, The Grocery Outlet in a Royal Grande, Kevin 76 Station, Pismo Beach, and Kristen Becker, a Certified Divorce Coach. Do you have a wish list that you would <laughs> Besides everything, do you have I wish that people will go to our website, see what we do, and become connected? If all they do is sign up for our newsletter um, and see and hear where the need is and find a way to give back to their community, that's great. Um, but we do love donations, don't get me wrong. We take PayPal, we take Venmo, we take checks, however you want to give it, we'll take the donations. And, and we do, as I said, food drives, clothing drives, book drives, hygiene drives throughout the year. If you don't feel comfortable giving money, maybe you can give a bottle of shampoo when we do our hygiene drive, anything. These are things that help people in need. And so we just ask that people help us support the community that we all live in. Well, you can see this going on for years. Yes, absolutely. We want this to be a sustained effort that goes on for several years. Um, much, you know, Sandy led the charge for 15 years. Rosemary is still in it, in the midst of it, was leading the charge for a few years and I'll do some years, but we need other women to step forward and make sure that we have a future in this community. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Ann McDowell with Women Aid and now you know all about it and you have 
different areas where you may visit to become a part of this. And remember, everyone associated with it is a volunteer. And we want to thank you, Anne, very much. It uh, was delightful, actually. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate being able to spread the word and let people know how they can do good in their community. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We will see you all next week. Thank you and goodbye. You've been listening to the Fismo Beach Today Show with Anita Schauer on News Talk 920 and FM 96.5 KVEC. For comments, questions, and to hear this broadcast in its entirety, find the podcast at 920kvec.com. The 920 KVEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.